Welcome to Nickels and Dimes. I'm Bo Nickel. He's the dime. Let's get it. Don't forget to leave a five-star review. If you have questions, comments, leave them, and we'll bring them to the show. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I heard this once. I heard it's um, bad luck to not drink after you cheers. Like really? If you just cheers and like then set the glass down, it's like bad luck. Do you know anything about that? No, but I would agree with it. I feel like it makes sense. Yeah. Checks out. It's disrespectful. Yeah, right? Chin-chin is how we say it in Italy. Chin-chin. What, mm-hmm. is, what is chin-chin? It just means like cheers. Ah, chin-chin. Yeah, like I like from, that. Uh, What's the other one they do? They do salute. 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 That's a good one. Of course. Let's talk about how we got into uh, drinking out of wine glasses. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's talk about it. So, basically, you know how it goes. Every... What would you say I do? Once a year, twice a year? I would say nine months. Every nine months? Mm-hmm. Every nine months, I just become Golden Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> You're the reason I got into magic. <laughs> every time. It's never going to be not funny. But, uh, yeah, every nine months or so, I just got to gotta get my cook on. I got to get my chef on, get my Michelin star on. And you do. And I do. And I treat my peeps. Mm-hmm. So what what did we have? I honestly am not even blanking. We had out. delightful lamb uh, chops. Yes, lamb chops over a, a potato puree, and uh, ooh, dessert was mm. a was a lemon olive oil crumble cake. The amount of olive oil consumed in that meal. Oh, stupid! Just beautiful. So I'll go over it real quick. I'll go over how I made it. I, I actually messed up the recipe. You already know this, yeah. But it was supposed to be a garlic and herb pistachio crusted. Uh, rack of lamb, but I forgot the pistachio. So it was just a garlic and herb crusted lamb. So terrible. I know. I was pissed at myself, but yeah, man. Honestly, it wasn't that. It wasn't that tough. All I did was I took the lamb, I seared it, I let it rest a little bit. I made the paste for the crust in a food processor. It was just a ton of herbs, garlic cloves, uh. Olive oil. I use this super fire Tuscan olive oil I got at um, Arts Fest. Mm. I it used half the bottle. Yeah, bottle it was twenty dollars. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it was if we're like it was a probably a ten ounce bottle, eight ounce bottle. Beautiful. <laughs> it was like literally a dozen dollars worth of olive oil <laughs> in one little thing. I, I remember I poured it into the processor and I picked the thing back up and I was like, "That's all gone." <laughs> Holy crap! Whatever, but yeah, made the paste and then. You know, put it all over the lamb, make it all nice, throw the lamb in the oven, got my meter thermometer in there, make sure I get it to temp. From there, what did I do next? Oh, yeah, boil the potatoes, get them all ready to go. Um, and then I did a uh, red wine reduction, which took it to a new level mm. because I basically just let, just took a little butter. Um, what else did I put? Oh, yeah, butter, then the herbs, the, you know, Got your thyme, your rosemary, your mint, that type of stuff. Chopped it up real fine, a little garlic, chopped it up real fine. Put it all in the pan, let it reduce. And then when the lamb was done, I put all the au jus that was at the base mm. of the pan and I poured it in it. Au jus. Yeah. And so then that was just, you know, simmering real nice. Then I did the potatoes. What I did with the potatoes was really cool. So boiled them, got them all ready to go. And then instead of just dumping them back in the pot and then mixing it up and mixing everything in. Cause I was supposed to put a bunch of herbs in those. 
I just had all this extra leftover uh, crust from the food processor. It was just olive oil, herbs, garlic. And I was like, oh, I'll just dump these potatoes in the food processor. So I just dumped them on the food processor, blended it up. And then it was like perfect garlic herb potatoes. It was a little crunchy. It was amazing. Yeah, I added in some heavy cream and uh, salt and pepper. And we were ready to go. We didn't. Uh, we'll, we'll clip in a picture of this. I'm sure yeah. somebody took one. And uh, Maddie did the cake. It was all just superb. And I can't wait for nine months from now to see what else you cook up. I might have to increase the frequency. Yeah. I, I, I really enjoy doing that. What's up, y'all? It's the fall. And you know what that means. Football is here. Make sure to go download the Better app and play better picks. You do this, you can win 100 times your money, and that would be sick. So go download the app. Football season's around. Win some money. New users, new users will get a deposit match up to $100. Use promo code TONY. If you like prize picks or underdog, this fricks both of them up. You guys are going to love it. I'll be giving away all my NFL futures future lineups later in the show. I was not aware of that. Uh, who, who, can, who can ever get more signups, Bo or I, or Ronan, then we get a prize, I guess. There was nothing else yeah, they, said, they, they said that I'm if I get more... Downloads than you guys, I can win like a thousand bucks. A thousand dollars. So, okay. Oh man, that's not happening. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. I feel like one of my favorite things in life overall just is good meals mm. with 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 your boys, with Me your too. people. You know, just there's nothing really that beats that. And we don't get to enjoy it much. So a great heartfelt meal when someone put a lot of love into it. Yeah. You know, a nice local Italian restaurant when we're traveling, a nice Greek restaurant when we're in Miami. Yeah. You know, Papa's home cooked ah. spaghetti and meatballs, or uh, you throw up some lamb, some lamb chops. It's it's just Papa's scrambled egg cheek quiche <laughs> with all the extra onions. <laughs> with extra onions. Uh, it just really warms the soul. It does, man. There's something about that. I don't know what it is about that, but I would rather spend money on an insane dinner than. Almost anything else, like any mm -hmm. type of material possession, any type of, I don't know, consumer goods. I would rather even experience, even like, let's say, go somewhere and do whatever. I would rather do a dinner. Yeah. It's the only thing that I don't want to think about with money. Oh, yeah. Like that was a big thing for me. Yeah, for sure. It's like you want to be able to break bread with your loved ones and just not think about expenses. doesn't matter. I want to look at the menu and just be like, I like your menu. I want it. All of it. They're like, excuse me, sir. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I want your menu. So bring it out. Bring it out. Bring it out. Especially yeah, if it's a, like I said, a local Italian one, because they're just small enough to where you can eat everything. Yes. And at least try everything. And for sure. That's one of the, the best experiences one can have. It is. It is. Yeah. I, going back to what you said about not wanting to like worry about it. I feel like growing up, I don't mm -hmm. know if, if you were yeah. this way with your family, but if we went to dinner, you know, it wasn't, it, you knew you don't order the the ribeye, the surf and turf yeah. lob. Like you order something reasonable. Mm -hmm. You get the burger. You get something in the middle ground. You're not going with the thirty two dollar pasta, yeah. freaking whatever. And so that was just how I grew up. Mm -hmm. And now I, I noticed this because when I talk with Maddie about like before we we're doing premarital counseling and stuff, how we look at finances and stuff, that was something that was big to me. Mm -hmm. Where she was like, "Why do you always do?" That? I'm like, cause when I grew up, I never yeah. got what I wanted. Yeah. You know, it was always, you know, 
kind of unless aside from my birthday like my birthday that was a big thing big meal you get to get what you want but other than that it was you're mindful some, of the price yeah. yeah order something reasonable and there was, two, uh, there was two places that we always went to uh as a family if we went out on the border yeah. and chinese buffet <laughs> dude on the border is actually fire yeah, yeah. They're, they're both fire but they're both uh <laughs> relatively cheap <Yeah. laughs> chinese buffet. well there's nine of us too so it's yeah. not, you're not gonna go but dude some of the kids we go out nowadays like if we go out with uh like some of our wealthy friends and their kids are like, I'll have the flaming on. Um, it's so you know, funny. I'll just to me. double that and I'll get us. <laughs> and I'm like, dang, bro. Yeah, dude, it's funny. Yeah, you get around a wealthy people and their kids uh, get ready to order at a restaurant and yeah. they're like, uh, <laughs> this is exactly like they yeah. literally. I'm like, I didn't even know what a filet mignon was yeah. until I was 22. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have caviar back there? Yeah, throw a little bit on that. Yeah. Like, They're like, Dad, we're getting apps, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, whoa. I would have got freaking beat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, now I like I like doing that stuff. Yeah. I guess when we have our kids, I'm going to have to go back to keep them humble. Yeah. You know? Got to. Like, he's like, I'll have the, I'm like. It's like when Ronan goes out with us. Yeah. Or he like, knows. He knows. He's like, I'll have the, we're like, cheeseburger. <laughs> what do you he's think like, the, he's like hold the cheese <laughs> what do you think the best place that you've been to like through your travels so far to eat yeah to eat for me you already know what it is but yeah this guy way. is absolutely obsessed with osaka oh it's so good bro. It, it, i mean it's got to be in your top three if you've ate there it's so good yeah. yeah it has to, it, no matter who you are it has to be top three yeah because the consistency of <sighs> the quality right. is astronomical and to me, I came into the sushi game late. Mm -hmm. I started, I was like, I don't really like this. But I was eating sushi in central Pennsylvania. We, we were going to town on on State College yeah. sushi. That so then once I like kind of got into the, the, like really got into the sushi game, I was like, oh, all right, let me try the volcano roll. Let me try the, you know, little sashimi, whatever. You go down there, it's a different level. Yeah. Or it's levels. It's, it's it's honestly not even the same category. No. Um, for me, it's I mean, there's just there's just little Italian place in Hoboken that uh, I've went to a couple times when my sister was living there, and that anything like that, like the couple places we've gone, we went yeah. to a place in Montauk and a couple other like traditional family style Italian places. That you just can't beat that for me. Like oh, those, so good. those are the, my absolute favorite. Yeah, yeah, dude. There's some. I think that what the Italians do better than anybody is the i mean obviously the food is great mm -hmm. but th that can be something that's very uh opinionated yeah but what they do that i think is the best bar none is the service interaction the ambiance the ambiance yeah. exactly yeah. that you know the interaction with like if, if you have a good server somebody that's you know he's just vibing with you yeah. they, the, the italian restaurants they just knock that out of the got park. a little bocelli playing in the background yes, white tablecloth white tablecloth bro you're, the you're bread close to everybody with the oil and the, and the, yeah. and the herbs yeah, you oh. it. it was better than being italian oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> oh i love it i love it oh, oh. that's amazing get hungry Seriously, I'm like starving. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's that's good stuff. We're gonna yeah. we, we're gonna it's it's nice too. We've had so many experiences where we've been able to share great meals with each other, mm -hmm. and we have so many more on so the horizon. More to come. So many more. Yeah, it's exciting. I know, I know. Looking forward to it, and and that's why we deprive ourselves yes. of so much. Yes, yeah. So, we so can we enjoy can, the pure things. Uh, yes, and that's why. We don't drink. That's why, the, dude, it, it's the same concept. That's why the cold tub is so great. Yep. 
and you, we have to have our 10 minute shiver time. Yes. And that will makes the warm shower amazing. That's what I've talked about with my fiance and a couple other people I'm close to the, the, the concept of earning it right now. It's not about setting the wrong standard of like, you know, I can't ever do something I enjoy without putting myself through some kind of pain. But the overall layout of the argument is everything's so much sweeter when you work for it. It is. And just like the cold tub, just like, you know, cutting weight, having that next meal, like working, working whole camp, having the fight, then having that week off. It's just everything's better when you put in effort. And that's just how we're wired. It has to be that way, man. It, I'm sure there's some type of dopamine circuit that andrew mm-hmm. huberman could explain why yeah. it is why we are that way but it's once you realize that i feel like our world is just set up to where we almost become numb to that to where we never have struggle difficulty like we're we're, we're society is really set up that way yeah we have a grocery store we have a gas station you know you only really need to travel in a three mile radius and you have everything you could ever want you have a tv at home with 17 billion channels and you know, internet and whatever you want. So it's, it's all at your fingertips, but we are wired to have to be motivated. Mm -hmm. Right. Like that's why I think a lot of people are just kind of going through life and doing something that they don't really enjoy is because they, they make a little money. They get a little dopamine at the end of the week with, you know, drinking or watching something or they, they come home after work and they, they sit and watch the TV or, you know, eat some chips or whatever and they and they get that little hit but you know real human experience is 90% struggle difficulty work earning things mm-hmm. and then you get that sweet sweet cherry there at the end. Ah, I love it and it also it yes. also your 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 bar for pleasure gets lowered the more that you um right restrict yourself Mm -hmm. so i've noticed that like back in the day when i would go out and party or or drink or do certain things it would get me to a certain point of like pleasure and excitement that now because i i've restricted myself to a certain point i get that same level through a good meal Mm -hmm. or a good movie as 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 sad as that might sound like it it makes the the simpler things of life more pleasurable like even have even just having a good conversation like when you set your dopamine level too high you can't enjoy like the way that God created things to be enjoyed. That's your baseline. Now. Yeah. You have to hit this level to feel anything. Exactly. Right? And, and that's not, that shouldn't be reality. Mm-hmm. We, we've made it reality because of what we have constructed around us and what we feed ourselves with every day. But in reality, I think this is why a simple life living, living simply and, you know, being, being off social media, Take, taking breaks, yeah, doing that type of thing. Like you Johnny know, did, like 30-day no-drinking challenge. 30-day, like, yeah. Just re- yeah. resetting your baseline. you got to reset it sometime. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I think the more consistently you can live that way, obviously the better. Mm-hmm. But, you know, to me, since I've kind of had experiences where I've had that, the the pleasure and the excitement of taking, of delayed gratification, yeah. like that's a very normal, common thing for me. I mm-hmm. think you understand that then you want you want to delay it more yeah because you know how good it's going to be exactly you you build up anticipation right mm-hmm. and if you but if you never have anticipation you never build up that consistent delayed gratification you're just going to go for what's easy every time yeah and it just gets worn down and less special that's why i 
told you guys the other day, I want to do that like three day light deprivation. I would love to. I've seen that a couple of times now. Yeah. I would love to do that. How interesting would that be? Yeah. I wonder everybody. I just saw small clips of people kind of coming out of it and pulling that blindfold off and reacting. And every single one of them is just crying. Right. Yeah. They just can't even. Mm -hmm. Can so, you just explain like what that would be? Like what is. Yeah. That? So the three day light deprivation basically, I think from what I understand, these people put blindfolds on, they go into a cave, they go into like the darkest place. They don't see anything for three days and they have people bring them food, bring them water and yeah. they just have to be alone with their with their thoughts you literally can't even have any stimulus because mm -hmm. you're not there's not there's nothing right maybe maybe you can hear but i'm sure it's very quiet where you're at so you know you don't hear much but i think that uh that's kind of an extreme version of what we're getting at yeah you know? yeah exactly because you take that blindfold off like we're talking about the metaphorical blindfold of taking that off of whatever it is um the 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 super pleasures of life the substances and whatever jacks your dopamine up to like crazy levels when you take that blindfold off you can see the beauty of of the little things just like that three days is over and now just them seeing the sun and the trees and and the, and the people around them is like an overwhelming shot of dopamine because it's like the way God created it for, for you to really appreciate every little thing and be in the moment. So I think we should definitely do that. Definitely. And we should add, we should make it like a little harder, like do like a three day fast. Yeah. And during it, yeah, I would do that. And sure. uh, jack it up a little bit. Cause that'd be, yeah, absolutely. Be absolutely. I want to get into fasting. You've done some. Yeah. I haven't done much. It's good. I've done, uh, I've done a three day fast, which was, which was interesting. It, uh, Felt like I kind of reset my body and and mind, and it was tough, but not not something I wouldn't do again. Um, and then I try to do two sixteen to twenty hour fasts a week, usually Tuesday right. into Wednesdays and Saturdays and Sundays. Um, just to, I mean, there's so many medical benefits, but it's also a big part of of my faith and just similar similar perspective of just restricting your body so that it doesn't control you and 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 replacing it with things that are more meaningful mm. so when you're not when you're always con controlled by when you're going to eat and what you're going to eat and and satisfying the needs of the body that can kind of cloud your vision of what really matters whether it's your faith or the, the higher perspective of what your life is and so um yeah i like it a lot i wish i could do more of it with with, the, with our training schedule it's a little harder but i like to at least do some of it every week nice what um did you feel like you needed to prepare it all for three days of fasting? Did you do anything to kind of get yourself ready for that? Or did you just boom, do it? Kind of just started. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, our bodies get so used to eating every couple hours and that kind of takes uh, a toll because your body's constantly working to digest. Mm -hmm. And so when you stop and you cross that, I think it's like 16, 17 hour threshold, your body can actually take a second and be like, Oh, we're not going to be working for right now so we can repair what's been done these last whatever what have you haven't fasted like your whole life so it's going to start uh deleting the the cells that aren't needed killing them off repairing the cells that are injured and uh you just when you when you come out of it your body's kind of renewed because it's it's had time to actually repair itself right so yeah i'm gonna try that i uh i feel like now's a good time for me to do that so yeah. especially because i'm not competing soon so you know I think next week I got a couple of days before I start hunting and you know, I'll just take like three days and yeah, you know, I'm not going to be very, I'll be somewhat physical, physically active, just scouting and stuff. But mm -hmm. I think it'll be kind of nice too, just to, I, I've been on the go so much 
running around doing yeah. stuff and I'm using these this really all of September as a a reset really mentally I get to be out in the woods and go hunting and then I'm with Maddie and her family on Alaska cruise and then you know more hunting after that but it's awesome it's a great thing for me to reset so I'm going to kind of prep with that fast and kind of add it into the to the fold I like that yeah I'm reading right now that um it says that intermittent fasting is helping with uh Alzheimer's and it's uh helps with difficulty sleeping and you know tries to reverse the effects of worsening cognitive cognitive function I'm sure uh, right it's probably a lot to do with like what you said you know when you're always consuming your body's always in a certain mode Mm -hmm. and uh your cells are programmed a certain way, you know, so when I think you come out of start fasting, it probably freaks out a little bit. Yeah. But then, you know, after a certain amount of time, it's like, oh, this is good. I get to repair and focus and, yeah. you know, do something that different that I haven't been doing. It'd be cool to incorporate maybe a little bit into your hunting, like maybe start two days before and then do one because that's what we've been doing for ages i was you, thinking about that you fast until you until you get a kill i was thinking about that um but you need some energy to actually so hunt. that's where that's where my mind went because originally i was thinking i'm gonna do it on my hunt mm-hmm. but then i thought oh well i'm gonna be like putting a lot of miles on mm-hmm. and and moving a lot so maybe i'll just do it before but I'll, pl- I'll play around with it because yeah. I think it would be kind of cool to do it before too. Yeah, it'd be cool. Or I mean, excuse me, do it during. during. Yeah, that would be that would be kind of exciting. Yeah, I think I trained the first day and then the second two I was just light. Yeah, um, makes sense. But. Yeah, I think that the, the only problem is I feel like if I go out there, I might just kill something right away. Yeah. Not, not to break the fast, but I might just, you know. Get something. I, I, I just... I don't really miss. <laughs> so I feel like I might just, you know, roll out day one, you know, as long as you find something, if I find something instead, yeah, if I find something, but I want to kill the tricky part, right? It is. You just don't know. Right. Yeah. So, but I feel like, man, I just got so much momentum. Yeah. It's just going to be, those animals don't stand a chance. It might be attracted to you. They might They'd be like, what's up with that guy's energy? Boom. You're dead. And like, that was your purpose. Yeah. We met, Thank you. we met at this point so that, Mm-hmm. I could take your life, and now you're gonna feed all of my friends and family. And and nine months from now, you're gonna be a delightful recipe. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna celebrate. We're celebrating you, though. Yeah. That's what people they don't get about hunting is they think that people just want to kill the animal. Mm-hmm. To me, and and there there are hunters like that. There are hunters that are a bad example of trophy hun- hunters. Yeah, you know they they want the prize. They want the they want the dopamine. They want the adrenaline. But really, hunting is the same as any type of delayed gratification. You know, you got to grind and work and and put a lot of effort into getting that reward. And then that reward, yes, you know, you get the animal. Yes, you know, you can you keep keep the 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 horns or the mount or whatever. But it's in the the sustenance. Mm-hmm. It's in the the meat and the fact that's why we we are Purpose drawn. Yeah, that's why we are drawn to that to want to do that. Is because that's providing for you know yourself and your your people, and uh, it's just a very primal instinct, and it, it really taps into something that I think is in all of us. But if you really get it, 
you will just fall in love with it. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're not forced to get it anymore. So no. it's the people that choose to tap into it that really appreciate it. Definitely. Yeah. And I think that it's hard for people to relate to something because you don't have to do it. But there's a lot of things to me that are the right thing to do that you don't have to do. Of course. And I think that's that's what hunting is. I think hunting is is the right way to provide for, you know, your your family, yourself and and the people. Like we need we need protein. We need meat. We need to, you know. I, I hate the argument, oh, we don't need this to survive. It's like, yeah, you do. You know, let's look at it realistically. Like what, what people are vegan and are really just thriving, kicking mm-hmm. ass, like not that many, you know, but so to me, it's, it's, it's a, it's a need. And then we can either get it given to us and, and make it easy. And it's just low quality crap, less natural, less natural, or we can get the real thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The way it was intended. Right. You know what else that, that, uh, makes me think of is so whenever, uh, we get this this new property, bro. I want to do some. I have like so many cool things in in my mind planned. I want to obviously do like a sick garden and mm. have you know all all the fruits and veggies that that we can grow and that we need. But what I really want to do, let, let me tell me if, if you <laughs> if you can think of it. Th- think about. Uh, I'll give you a hint and you'll get it because of this. It's something that you love, and it's the only food that doesn't go bad. It doesn't spoil. Oh, bees. Yes, you have to do that, bro. I want to do I bees, have that on my bro. property as well. I want to do bees. I feel like it would be awesome. It's a great, that's a great move. Yeah. And they're super sustainable. You get amazing honey. Help great for with the, the environment. environment. Yeah. It's a win-win. Yeah, I, I 100% want to do that. Yeah, imagine it would be so cool. Um, obviously, I want to get the, most of my meat from hunting, but do like one, uh, one steer a year one to two depending on you know maybe give one to friends and family raise one for us and then chickens get the garden going get the get the hives working you got a whole you got a uh, whole animal-based diet right there that's all you need you, you don't got need some fruit else? trees yeah some there's apple trees apple trees yeah. you got some raw dairy oh get a milk cow you're set game over i just gotta get maddie like more int- she's very interested in that stuff but i gotta get her Wanting to be actively involved, yeah. Like wanting her to be like, I'm gonna go milk the cow. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't That's know. That's another level, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she follows a few accounts on Instagram that they do that. Yeah, it's the real deal. We can always pay someone to do yeah. it, and then our girls can do it for like Instagram and yeah. do it a couple of times. I know? think that's that's More probably realistic. the yeah, that's the middle ground that we need to be at. Yeah, yeah, because I don't want to be those full homestead where this is because that's everything you do. Yeah, that's you can't do that's your life. Yeah, which I would be okay with it. It's just I just not not right now. Yeah, I'm not called. I don't feel called to that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but it would be. Yeah, we need to get we'll get somebody to just manage it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's the exciting part about having a lot of land. Ah, yeah, so many opportunities. So many, so many. Yeah, there's tons. No one will know, dude. I got it. You you haven't visited the property with me, right? I have, but not. uh, We haven't walked it. We didn't want. Oh, you just drove with yep. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, bro. You got to see in the back the cabin. Oh, it's gonna be. I'm gonna redo it and stuff. And yeah, yeah. The property's perfect. I know it's so sick. You're, you're. I'm not even kidding. If you, so the cabin that's at the back of the property is like 
you might as well be in the middle of the freaking jungle, bro. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's well there's there's fields around you can see stuff, but there's no one like near you. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's not a and it's uh, finished. It's finished, but it needs work. Updated. It just needs like some. It needs some to make it a little nicer. Got it. And just cleaned and that's awesome. Yeah, dude, it's really cool though. You just slowly start drifting more and more towards the cabin as the years go on. <laughs> Spend a lot of time yeah. out there. It's got like a cool patio too. You could, it's got like a little, you know, kind of over. Put a podcast studio out there. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a good one. Cool. Pot in the cabin. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. Um, football season. Football season. Okay. Have you played fantasy football? No, I'm okay. not. I, I, dude, I have enough going on in my fantasy. Uh, yeah, you had football to it. Tony has yeah. to play games, man. Yeah. Um, I know nothing about football. Never have. I never will. But I do like the vibe of football season coming up. Like it's fun when I go home and it's on the TV. People are happy. Like yeah, it's it's fun. I'll tell you this. So fo- this is what football. Obviously, I played football, so I like I like mm-hmm. playing the game. It's fun to play. Um, I enjoy watching it. But to me, football was at least professional football or college football was. Weekend would come, me and my family would wake up. We go to church, we'd get like a fire brunch meal or something or maybe go back home and have something made and then me and my dad would sit on the couch and he'd put the football game on That's and we just day. sit back and watch and most of the time in the second quarter i would knock out yeah and i would knock out from the second quarter through halftime through most of the third quarter and then wake up for the fourth quarter right when it was getting interesting right when the cheese dip was getting ready yeah. and the, dude what, what do they make the cheese dip the other thing the uh like yeah, chicken quesadilla. Yeah, no, chicken no. enchiladas. Yeah, enchiladas. Yeah. yeah, dude, they're my favorite. Yeah. Chicken. You get some cheese dip going. You get some chicken enchiladas going. A couple beers, a couple brews, boys. <laughs> that's that's a great. That's Sunday. a great life. Yeah, yeah, that's the vibe I'm talking about because yeah. everyone's excited about it. It's you know the family's around. It's it's a good time. It's fun, man. It's just it's just a fun thing to kind of bring like people together, and uh, it honestly the sport, the highlights are exciting. Yeah. I mean, the, every play is pretty exciting because it's a big dude just clashing into yeah. each other. But yeah, I mean, the it, it's a good game. It's cool to watch. It's cool. Sometimes I have dreams of me with, like scoring the winning touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> That's about the closest I get. Fantasy. <laughs> oh my yeah. So this weekend, actually, the Cowgirls play the Giants. Is that a real game? Yeah, week like, one. Uh, week one. Yeah. Okay. It's not. Uh, yeah. Okay. Got it. Did you say the cowgirls? Yeah, They're the, the cowboys. cowboys. They're the cowgirls. The Dallas yeah. Cowboys. He likes the Eagles. He's a freaking weirdo. Oh, okay. You yeah. remember when I told you the Chiefs were going to win and then they did and then you cried? Let's not talk about that, man. That's a, that's a source of. I thought you were saying their cheerleading teams were facing. No, but the Cowboys che- are known for their cheerleaders. I know that, yeah. I've watched. <laughs> <laughs> that used to be a good reality show, actually. Oh, it was a show. I yeah. forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good show. Yeah, we'll see how hopefully our boy, uh, our boy Micah. Kill it. That'd be cool. He's coming for defensive player of the year this year. On that subject, so better's going to make you an uh, all Penn State alumni kind of uh, pick them over under. Okay. I love NFL it. Futures. I love it. So we have the first one as Saquon Barkley more or less over. than seven and a half rushing touchdowns. Over the year? Correct. Over. Tony, any, any weight there? Over. He's he's playing, right? I saw some drama going on. <laughs> Next one on there, Chris Godwin, more or less than five and a half receiving receiving touchdowns on the year. I'm just gonna bet over on everything. Under. Over. 
<laughs> you got over. Wow. And then last, I went under. You went under. Yeah. yeah, Tony went under. All right, man. All right. And then uh, last one is Miles Sanders, more or less than six and a half rushing touchdowns. Over for sure. For over. sure. That's easy over. All right. Uh, I think I do think Godwin's under, but I'm right. He's from Penn State too. They're all yeah. Penn State. Oh, Penn the other State. two I recognize, but I didn't. Yeah, he's he's older than us. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and that that's that's the parlay. Who so. who, who you got the, for the Super Bowl this year? Brady's retired. Yeah, so I can't, it's not I can't go with that one anymore. <laughs> you just always said, top yeah. <laughs> You're like, what team's on? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Tony, could you name five NFL players? This is no knock. Yeah, you could. Curious. Yeah, Do that'd it. probably be my max. Try it. Let's see what you got. Um, well, Sanders. Saquon <laughs> 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 Barkley. Um, that's the Chiefs dude's name. Chris Godwin. (laughs) 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 Are the Manning still playing? No. No. I've been good because he would have got two there. I'm kind of blanking out here. Don't say Gronk. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. We'll we'll be right back. Yeah, we'll be back. (laughs) 